0: 1 Peter chapter 3. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. Who suffered, who died for our sins? Christ. Who is Christ? Colossians 1. Paul reminds us, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything. This is the next slide, guys. Uh, In the heavenly realms and on the earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. Who is Christ? Who died for our sins? Uh, No one less than God, pre-existent, always been alive. The life that is eternal, that didn't have a beginning and will never have an end. The supreme um, being whose thought we live in, you know, created this whole universe. Christ. Christ. Peter says, Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. So our life comes from him. Who are we? We are this. Remember this, Genesis 1. God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We are made in the image of God. We're created as stewards of this world in to live, we're supposed to live, or we're created to live in mutual, beautiful, selfless relationship with each other. We're meant to be free, to be whole, to be at peace with our creator and with each other. Um, we're meant to be motivated entirely by selfless love, wanting the best for every other person always. And we see glimpses of that in our lives, in our families, and in our world here. But we know this imperfect world is broken, and it's broken by sin. Sin is an all-encompassing term that covers the not-God of life. It starts in our motives, our desires, selfish desires, when we want to raise ourselves higher than other people. We want to take from each other to snatch resources for ourselves or our family or our country, When we destroy this earth in our greed instead of caring for it when we use what we have to hurt or abuse others to lift ourselves up or for our own gratitude, sin. The not God of life, the selfishness of life. Sin is what brought death into the world and it's what continues to bring death into the world. And Jesus entered our time and space. So it's not just that he emptied himself of power, he inserted himself into time. And he felt the ravages of this world. In its brokenness, he restricted himself, experienced our struggle and our pain, and he felt the effects of sin and walked as one of us into our death, felt our death, knew our death. But death is only the consequence of sin, and he never sinned. He was perfectly trusting his father through his whole human experience, and he was perfectly selfless in everything that he did. And death can only hold those who sin, and he didn't sin. So inside death, he smashed the power of it, not just for his sake, not just so that he didn't have to die, but he wore that for us. He became sin for us. Christ suffered for sins once for all. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Everything I have done that is selfish. Everything you have done that is selfish. Every every kind of hurt that you've caused, every hurt that I've caused, every shame that I could wear or you could wear, Jesus wore that and he walked into our death and he smashed the power of it and then he invited us into his life. Christ suffered for our sins, back to our key verse. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned but he died for sinners To bring you safely home. Why did he die? To bring you home. To bring you home. To bring you home. To bring you home. To bring me home. To God. So each of us with any breath can say, I'm sorry God for my sin, for my selfishness, for the hurt I've caused, all of it. I'm sorry God, I want to come home. And God will run to you. Uh, not physically, because God's not physical. Um, but God, who is spirit, and He's here, and who's present, and who died for you. If you say, God, I want to come home, He will run to you. He will forgive you like that. And you will be clean. And then you'll be in relationship with God, and you'll have peace with God, and that. Is home that's when your soul gets to wear pajamas <laughs> what a phrase that's when you know who you are that's when you come that's when you're at peace that's where you learn oh this is why I was created that's where you find purpose That's where you find joy. That's where you find hope. Amidst all of this rubbish that we walk through and this pain that we walk in and this fear that we have and these insecurities that we carry, all of those things, amidst all of that, there is this single clear note that comes into your soul that says you are safe and home. You are home. You have peace with God and it cannot be taken from you. I'm convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, nor things past or present, you know that romans 8 nothing in all creation will ever separate us from the love of god that is in christ jesus our lord home is is safety it is purpose home is selflessness it is God's selflessness, his love pouring into our hearts. So instead of all the things that we used to want, we learn to want the things that God wants and that gives us joy and satisfaction and peace. And now we're part of the solution to this world because we're walking around not destroying things or taking things but giving things and helping and nurturing and caring in the love that God wants for this world. We're part of the restoration package, if you like, because we're operating from home. So if you're new here, uh, welcome to this home because we try here in the way we treat each other to live like we're at home in selflessness, in love, without judgment, in caring for each other, in helping each other, in sharing our stuff with each other. So if you're new here, welcome to our home. If you're not connected with God, come home. You can come home. You can do it right now as you sit. God, I'm so sorry for everything I've done wrong. Can I come home? If you're wavering and you think, oh, I used to know what home felt like, but I'm not feeling that at the moment, come back home. What are you doing out there? Like there's peace with God. On offer for you perpetually in every breath. Come home. If you think, I'm afraid of what will happen if I come home, then remember who is talking, who you're talking to. This is God who made you, who knows you inside and out, who loved you so much that he went through all of that to die for you, to die your death so you could live like nothing you've done is insurmountable for our Father. Come home, just come home to God. I want everyone here to experience this relationship with God. And I want all of us in our community here to experience the flavor of home in the selflessness we show and experience here. I hope you hear our heart for you this morning. This is our message. Jesus died for us so we could come home. Come home to God. Keep coming home to God. Let's pray. Um, Jesus, thank you so much for home. Thank you that you invite us. Thank you that you call us. Thank you that you won us. Thank you for the door that's open, for the arms that open wide to us. Thank you for the place by the fire that we have with you, always safe, forgiven, whole, saved, restored, and equipped to live this way. Amen.